welcome to this Thanksgiving edition of the Second and Goal Fantasy Podcast. I'm Calvin, your host, back here with your co-host, Chris, the fantasy expert. And in today's show, yes, guys, the Thanksgiving episode is finally here. We've got Thanksgiving matchup previews for all three of the Thursday games, Bears and Lions, Raiders and Cowboys, Bills and Saints. Then we've got Thanksgiving food comparisons, of course, because we have to find a way to somehow compare Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. food to fantasy football. And we're doing that today. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you all are having a very happy Thanksgiving. Chris is here, of course, Chris. Thank you for being here. This is going to be a fun one. I've been looking forward to this one all day. Let's go. I'm mm-hmm. so yeah. excited for this show. I know. I'm so excited. It's just Thanksgiving and football just work together. I mean, so exciting. And I'm glad we're going to connect it all back to fantasy football. Uh, we've got a really fun show today. The food comparisons are going to be interesting. There's going to be lots of debating, <laughs> maybe more over the Thanksgiving foods than the actual football. But uh <laughs> It yeah, be fun. yeah. I think the last half of this show may not be much fantasy analysis and more just arguing about food. But if you want to mm-hmm. hear more fantasy yeah. analysis, we actually ended up splitting up this episode into two parts. I have already recorded a show, episode 108, that previews week 12 for fantasy. So go check that out. That one's like previewing the Sunday games. It's not really previewing these, but we'll go in depth into each of the Thanksgiving games because it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to all. This is the second annual Thanksgiving episode of the show. Third annual, if we count the practice episode we did when we were still working on the podcast. That was a lot of fun. And Chris, Mm -hmm. the one thing that's lasted through all of the years is that same turkey sound effect in the intro, which I, know. I love so much. It makes me I so I love how nostalgic. it just totally doesn't fit, and it just it sounds really weird, but it's just so perfect. Yeah, it has to be there. It's it, We mm-hmm. couldn't have it any other way. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter, at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris underscore SGF. We're both very happy to be here today, as you can tell. At SGF pod for the podcast Twitter. Um, Thank you all for tuning in once again. I guess, Chris, you ready to get into the matchup previews? Yeah, let's do it. We've got a good slate of games here. I mean, the first one, maybe not so much, but the latter two uh, are going to be really good. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, so we'll have fantasy and NFL implications for each of these games. Then we'll give some NFL game picks, which isn't something we don't just often analyze like just the NFL on this show, but it's Thanksgiving. We're going to celebrate and uh, we'll get you the lowdown on each of these games. And we start with, speaking of low, 1230 p.m. Eastern. You get to, um, before your Thanksgiving meal, I assume, you get to watch this atrocious game between the Bears and the Lions. For the Bears, it's going to be Justin Fields, of course. That's going to be exciting to watch. For the Lions, it's looking like Jared Goff is going to start at quarterback. He is questionable, but Ian Rappaport reported that he's expected to play. Uh, We'll have our game picks in just a moment, but Chris, what are your general thoughts on this game? This is going to be not much of a slugfest, but it'll be interesting for sure. It'll probably be a pretty close one, I would say. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, not the game that we're, I was especially looking forward to on Thanksgiving, but it's football nonetheless. I'm sure I'll have it on. And, uh, you know, it should be an interesting one, a battle between two of the worst teams in football. And maybe finally the Lions can get their first win. Um, we'll see. It'll be, a, it'll be a boring game, but, you know, it's the first game of the slate for Thanksgiving. So you got to watch it. Yeah, and it only heats up later in the day and it gets uh, a lot more fun. The Lions, of mm-hmm. course, always play on Thanksgiving. I don't know if this is – oh, actually, this would not be the first time they've been winless on Thanksgiving because they were the only team to go 0-16 before the Browns did it a few years ago. So the Dan Mm -hmm. Orlovsky Lions were winless on Thanksgiving Day. I'm just – I wasn't really, like, a football fan back then because I was, like, four years old, but, like – I'm just imagining that that would have been really depressing as a Lions fan and imagine knowing, or I guess you wouldn't know, but imagine thinking you might go the rest of the season without a win, which is how they might feel today. But I think the Lions have a chance in this one, but let's move on to the um, fantasy impact before we wrap it around to NFL game picks. 
Uh, for the Lions, I think it's pretty straightforward. I think you're starting DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson pretty much no matter what. I mean, Chris, is there anyone else you're looking for in this game? I think it's just it's pretty much just those two for me. I, I'm not mm. looking at any other Lions players right now. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, Brown, DeAndre... maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeAndre Swift definitely can have a, a huge game here. I mean, he's got a really nice matchup against the Bears. This is one I, that I think I'd actually say it's probably going to be a little bit higher scoring maybe a lot of people think just because both these teams have struggling defenses right now and I mean also Justin Fields definitely I mean he's an option to look at just with how poor the Lions are just on the defensive side of the ball and maybe he can find his way into the end zone but uh yeah in general I'm trying to avoid most of these players Allen Robinson definitely avoiding him um I mean even like the the Lions receivers they just can't be trusted right now Quintus Cephas the only one that I really liked is now out with an ACL tear. So uh, I think DeAndre Swift is definitely a guy that they're going to have. They're going to look to run the offense through him. And so that makes him a really good fantasy play this week. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, not too much going on. Agreed. And yeah, one thing, though, Allen Robinson is actually I mean, he's not been ruled out yet, but he is doubtful with the hamstring. So, I mean, even if he's active, oh. there is no chance I'm playing Allen mm-hmm. Robinson this week. Um, yeah, I mean, Darnell Mooney, though, I think especially in his absence, actually, I kind of didn't think about that. He could really fill in nicely and. uh play really well for the bears and oh wait one other thing we forgot it's not justin fields it's andy dalton this week (laughs) because fields got hurt on sunday andy dalton versus jared golf on thanksgiving i'm so excited i would avoid every bears player not named david montgomery i mean i don't don't, it's like oh oh my goodness i i like this is going to be pretty atrocious to start the day but montgomery had a solid week against the ravens last week 14 carries for 58 yards had a catch he'll probably be very involved because they'll need him with uh, andy dalton starting this game mm-hmm. yeah definitely and uh, another storyline to keep an eye on jared goff is questionable going into the game can you imagine calvin if we have an andy dalton tim boyle matchup <laughs> uh, to start the thanksgiving day slate that would just be some poor football okay i know this has been talked about like a lot but how did tim boyle make the nfl like he was like know. a bad quarterback for UConn and then suddenly he mm-hmm. popped up as a backup in this league. Like it's crazy. I mean, I know there's been like TikToks about this and stuff and like, it's already been the, an overused narrative, but like, I'm just like blown away. I don't understand how that's possible. Shout out to the guy for like doing hard work. I mean, he must've gotten better because he was like a career, like, like below 50% passer at UConn in the American conference. And then he went to the NFL. So congrats to him. Jeez. That's like pretty, funny. I know it's, he wasn't it's even a full-time really starter. Crazy. He had like just some of the worst stats I've seen, like one touchdown a quarterback in general. And he was playing for UConn, an awful team. I don't know what NFL team saw in him or if he, I don't think he was drafted. So he must've worked his way back into the league, but even to get a tryout after playing that poorly in college and just on one of the worst teams is really impressive. And now here he is an opportunity to start on a Thanksgiving day game. Really crazy. Yeah. And people laugh at Kendall Hinton, but Kendall Hinton at least was like a something like a 60% passer at Wake Forest. He was, and he was a full-time quarterback. Kendall Hinton has better college stats at QB than Tim Boyle does. But somehow Tim Boyle made the NFL as a quarterback and Kendall Hinton had to switch to wide receiver. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, game picks. I'm going at the Bears. I don't see the 0-9-1 Lions taking this one with either quarterback. Andy Dalton will do enough in this one. It's going to be the Bears. I have the, uh, if the Lions, if Jared Goff returns for this game, I have the Lions. um, I don't even want to call it an upset. I guess it is an upset, but up. It really wouldn't even be that big of a win. I mean, against the three and seven Bears. But I do like the Lions. I mean, they've been so close so many times. And I think this is a big game on in prime time, first day of, Thanksgiving, day of 
first game on Thanksgiving Day, I think that Dan Campbell comes in and gets a win for the Lions, which is much needed. Really disappointing. I've just been waiting. I feel like this team is better than what their record shows. They deserve to at least have one, maybe two or three wins. I mean, they've been in so many close games this year, beat on a 66-yard field goal by Justin Tucker. They're right there. I think that they finally uh, break that seal today or tomorrow. Or, well, I guess. Is this releasing? This is releasing on Thursday, so today. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, today, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, I mean, I I understand it. I think, I mean, Dan Campbell's team has fight. Dan Campbell, I like him as a coach. But Jared Goff is just such a bad quarterback. You know, Jared Goff has still never won an NFL game without Sean McVay. Like, Mm -hmm. he hasn't at all. He got drafted as the number one overall player and went 2016, 2017. My goodness, that is a bad career for Jared Goff. I mean, he made a Super He might be, do you think Jared Goff is the worst quarterback of all time to make a Super Bowl as the starter? (laughs) I I think there's, I mean, an argument here <laughs> yeah there really is he has just struggled I mean and just it's crazy to think that he went from I mean a lot of people thought he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league like after he made it all the way through oh the I mean he was never talked about as maybe top three or top five but he was definitely up there and in consideration and it really shows that uh how good that system was under McVay when they went to the Super Bowl that year and now he's kind of come crumbling back down to earth and uh he's struggling without all those pieces around him yeah, oh my gosh. I it's crazy. Jared Goff made a Super Bowl as a starting QB. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like in, in, insane to me. All right, let's move on like to the 430 it. game. Raiders versus Cowboys. This is an interesting one. The Cowboys will be without Amari Cooper due to COVID-19. I could see a big CD Lamb game this week. I didn't talk about CD Lamb mm-hmm. as a boom pick on yep. the week 12 preview because I wanted to save it for this, but CD Lamb is one of my boom picks for this week. Uh, coming off of a not so hot game last week, I do believe, but I mean, he's a great receiver. And I mean, being without Cooper, he'll just have so many opportunities against the Raiders. Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. You know, they'll come to play. This is a tradition, but yeah, three, only three catches against the chiefs. That was surprising, but that was a really weird game last week. I think the Cowboys come out to play. They'll bounce back like they did against the Falcons two weeks ago after their Mm -hmm. atrocious game against the Broncos. Yeah, and exactly. I think that's what it's going to be kind of the narrative going in back into this one. It's just a a bounce back game for the Cowboys. And I mean, a lot of people want to say that they played poorly last week, but they were against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs is good, look really good as of late. I mean, past Patrick Mahomes has been playing great, and they've won uh, the last four straight, taking back the lead in their division. So they are definitely not a bad football team. And so even though they struggled, I think that they'll be able to rebound nicely against the Raiders. And like you said, Calvin, this game is tradition, and uh, I think that the Cowboys players are going to be wanting to come out and impress uh, on prime time. Agreed. So you got to go start Dak Prescott, CD lamb, um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. If you need a dart throw Uh, for the Raiders, I would say, I mean, you can look at Derek Carr, I suppose. I mean, he's not the best option here. I mean, against a soft Dallas defense, he could actually be pretty good. I think Darren Waller is a guy you go on and look at like 115 yards last week against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals car car is actually a solid start. I would say this week as a streamer. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I mean, Hunter Renfro has just been incredibly consistent. I want to start him as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's about. Yeah, but this is actually one that I think is going to end up being another high scoring game. I think the Bears and Lions is going to be pretty high scoring. And then Raiders, Cowboys as well. So, I mean, kind of your normal fantasy relevant players Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro, CD Lamb, not Amari Cooper this week. So that's going to help CD mm-hmm. Lamb, especially um, Dak Preska, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, all those guys, I think they're really good fantasy options because we're going to see a lot of touchdowns scored this week. Also, keep an eye on Dalton Schultz. I think that he could also impress and uh, do well in, in this game. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he's had some good games this year. Josh Jacobs, as well, has been getting some touches. It hurts him splitting with Kenyon Drake, and he hasn't really been able to get going on the ground. But he's involved in the passing game somewhat, so he's not too bad of a start this week either. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. he can have a big game against Dallas. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, let's go to the 820 game before we head into the food comps, which I'm looking forward to so much. Um, Bills versus Saints. I think this is the uh, the best game of the day. Trevor Simeon versus Josh Allen might not sound like the greatest quarterback matchup, at least on one half, but Sean Payton has made sure that this Saints team stayed competitive. I'm really excited to watch them play, and the Bills have struggled a bit this year. So, I mean, you're mm-hmm. locking in uh, Stephon Diggs, of course, Josh Allen. I don't know if you can really start any of the guys in that backfield, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, or Matt Breida. That's really just like an inconsistent spot. What are your thoughts on the Bills, Chris? I mean, uh, I think that they're kind of an overrated football team right now. They've only beat one team over 500 this year. Um, they're going to have a tough schedule going back uh, on the latter half of this season. I think this is going to kind of show against the Saints. The Saints are a 500 team right now. They just took a tough loss, uh, 40 to 29 to the Eagles. But the Eagles are also a team that's been playing really well as of late. And so, I mean, I don't think that this Saints team is as bad as a lot of people think, but I think that the Bills are a really overrated team. And uh, this is going to kind of be that week where things, if you're a Bills fan, you start to get nervous because things have really just dropped off from where you once were. I mean, just three, four weeks ago, maybe five, the Bills were the number one team in most power rankings. And now they've all of a sudden crumbled. I think they were down to like 12 in the latest ESPN power rankings. So this is a team that's uh, starting to fall. And if they don't do something quick, things could get ugly. And uh, I mean, I think that the Saints are just going to have the better fight here. And even with Trevor Simeon at quarterback, who, by the way, has been playing really well, but still managed to pull it out. Yeah, I mean, it's tough against the Bills' pass defense to start him. For the Saints, yeah, I mean, for the Bills, you're starting Allen, Diggs. That's pretty much it. Maybe Dawson Knox if you need a guy at tight end. Um, And for the Saints, no Alvin Kamara, no Adam Troutman. So, I mean, it's Mark Ingram, and that's it in this one, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see myself starting any of these Saints. I'm not taking a chance on Nick Vanit or Juwan Johnson or Marquez Calloway this week. It just – I can't. It's too Mm -hmm. risky. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean – these are both teams that like, like you said, they just haven't been playing. I mean, that great in general. So this is my, one could maybe go on a little bit of the lower scoring side. So I don't think this is the time to take a shot on some deep wide receiver. Like you listed Marcus Callaway, Jamal Johnson. I mean, those are the guys that I'm kind of shying away from this weekend. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Trevor Simeon. I mean, he's a really risky play unless you're in a two QB league or super flex. Yeah. You're playing him in SFB, Chris. Are you nervous? I will say I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm also excited. I get to watch one of my SFB guys go at it. Uh, during thanksgiving which is kind of fun nice yeah that's always exciting let's go back to the uh, raiders and cowboys we both picked the cowboys for this one i mean anything you want to add because i think the cowboys are the better football team pretty clearly in this Mm -hmm. yeah i I realized that too that we skipped over who we are actually picking yeah definitely the cowboys are the better football team i think that they'll rebound nicely and blow out the raiders all right yeah i'm counting on the bills i don't think the bills i mean while they haven't been playing that great they haven't lost their talent they've got a great secondary i think unfortunately for you chris simeon hits the wall with literally literally no one to help him today like or yeah i guess today (laughs) i keep forgetting um literally no one to help him today no weapons no nothing like it's gonna be the bills in this one in my opinion yeah i mean i just don't see the bills haven't shown me anything yet that they're gonna be able to turn things around josh allen has not been playing like the quarterback that he was last year and uh this is just a team that everything is heading headed in the wrong direction whereas i think i see the saints kind of with a new fire they're starting to get more comfortable with Trevor Simeon, they're starting to let him air the ball out. And now, yes, that's going to come with some consequences. He's threw two picks (laughs) last week, but I think that's also a good thing. They're more comfortable. They're going to be able to run uh, more of the offense that I know Sean Payton likes to run. And he's so similar to that Drew Brees fit that uh, I think that this team is really comfortable running on. And I think that that's going to show, and they're going to take advantage of a Bills team that's struggling right now. 
I think you're going to regret doubting Josh Allen. Comparing Trevor <laughs> Simeon to Drew Brees and saying Josh Allen isn't the same quarterback he once was. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, not that he once was, but, I mean, as of late, he has not been playing up yeah, to the standards fair. that I know that he probably has for himself and that a lot of people are expecting, at least out of the Bills organization. Mm-hmm. But you have to expect him to bounce back, though, at some point. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's this week. Okay, yeah, that's fair. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. But yeah, okay, let's get into food comparisons. Let's go. Here we are. The part of the show that doesn't talk about fantasy. Um, we got, or I guess it does talk about fantasy. We got six foods here. Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry <laughs> sauce, gravy, and I'm scrolling past your giant image, Chris, that you pasted in the note sheet. You'll hear about <laughs> that later. <laughs> Pumpkin pie. So we're going to do a comparison each for those. Explain why. Probably have some arguments. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, Chris, do you want to start with your turkey comparison? Let's start. I with do, and I have a very good turkey. Actually, it's it's not the greatest because this is all pre-ACL tear, but turkey, I mean, it's the base to every Thanksgiving, and in my opinion, it's the best part of Thanksgiving. So uh, I have to have De- Derrick Henry. I mean, before the ACL tear, that's why I'm saying pre-ACL tear, he was there week after week. He didn't struggle with injuries. I mean, you could rely on him to score you 20 points every single game. And that's what Turkey does. It's always there for you on Thanksgiving, and it's always so good. So Derrick Henry is my turkey comp. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I think for Turkey, I'm going to go with Ezekiel Elliott. Turkey gets you what you want. You're looking for meat, you got meat. Zeke will give you good games consistently. I think sometimes, you know, like the one thing about Turkey is that like, I mean, you can cook it right. When you cook it right, it's great. But sometimes it just needs that little extra boost of gravy. Sometimes it needs that Christian McCaffrey week. And Zeke doesn't often give you, especially this year, those, like, big games. So his 2021 Zeke, I think, is good for Turkey. Like, he's a nice RB1, but sometimes you're just looking for a bit more. And sometimes Turkey alone can't always give it to you. But I love Turkey. It's delicious. Anyone who hates it is a psycho. Mm-hmm. Or just doesn't Yeah, seriously. Right. Like, you know those people that will have th- ham with their th- Thanksgiving dinner? That's unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's come on. Tur- it's a tradition. Gotta- I know, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. So we agree here pretty much. We agree on turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, turkey is that nice, consistent, like solid, you know, Thanksgiving food. Okay, let's move on to mashed potatoes. I'll start this one off. Give me Jonathan Taylor. I might be biased because my mom makes the most delicious mashed potatoes. Shout out to my mom if you're listening. Um, but Jonathan Taylor. Easily the fantasy RB1 on the the year. I mean, sometimes I'll admit, like, I love mashed potatoes. But sometimes I'm like, hmm, am I really going to enjoy this bowl of mashed potatoes? And I do every single time. That's what you think every week with starting Jonathan Taylor. Is he going to be great again this week? I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah, of course. He's crazy. It is delicious. Every time. Mashed potatoes is the RB1. I mean, just adding butter no but i mean it's not as good with no butter obviously but butter uh loaded baked potato mashed potato i mean any kind of potato is great but mashed potatoes on thanksgiving are just so delicious and they never let you down like i mean even if you don't love them as much like they don't let you down you can't don't usually have like there's no such thing as like a bad mashed potatoes jonathan taylor has been elite lately he is the perfect comparison to mashed potatoes in my eyes yeah calvin's not gonna like mine i have tyler lockett oh here's what i will say Tyler Lockett, I mean, he's basically a model of inconsistency, and that's sometimes what I view mashed potatoes as. I don't know what it is, but sometimes mashed potatoes are absolutely my favorite food, and sometimes it has to do with who's making them. Like, my mom, <laughs> I mean, she'll make great mashed potatoes, but then I'll go some other places, like, you know, and they're just not as good, and that's what you get with Tyler Lockett. Like, they can be the best part of the meal. They can be that 40-point game that Tyler Lockett had last year. Like, Sometimes they, they just feel like a little bit of a letdown and then you're just kind of eating, you know, sometimes I only enjoy them for the gravy that I put on them. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I understand that. I mean, it's not like, I feel like for Jonathan Taylor, he doesn't have incredible weeks every week. I mean, he kind of has been, but like sometimes he won't be like the best, but it'll still be good. And I feel like even when I get a bad mashed potatoes, I still enjoy it. And mm-hmm. so like, it's, it's still good to me. And that's what Jonathan Taylor can be. Like he's been insane lately. So yeah, give me mashed potatoes. I just Jonathan feel like some, it's sometimes it's not the mashed potatoes by themselves. Sometimes I think you're just disrespecting because so you're saying that mashed potatoes are bad most of the time and then give you three great weeks, which fantasy managers get obsessed with. Like that's what, that's what you're saying there. You know, with Tyler Lockett, I mean, I understand the inconsistency part to an extent, but like, I don't like ta- having Tyler Lockett's name on here because he's so overrated for fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm not saying the mashed potatoes are overrated. They're just like, you know, you kind when of they're have good, to like, they're really good. It, when they're really, really good mashed potatoes, then it's awesome. But like, sometimes the only reason I'm really enjoying them is because of the gravy. So that's awesome. Okay. Fair enough. Let's move on to stuffing. I mean, I kind of see what you mean here because I love stuffing. Stuffing is delicious, but stuffing is Marquez Valdez Scantling because oftentimes <laughs> the stuffing, like what you'll find is, I mean, stuffing has a wide range in terms of being visually appealing. And sometimes you'll mm-hmm. find that some that aren't visually appealing are delicious, but like you, it's kind of like a dart throw. Like when I have stuffing at Thanksgiving, I mean, um, my like I think I I love stuffing when I have a good stuffing it's delicious but sometimes there's just that one that you have and I mean it's not like a food you have exclusively on Thanksgiving all the time so like maybe I'll have it somewhere else I'm like oh my gosh this is not good I can't finish this like I'm getting tired of this so quick that's Marcus Valdez Scantling he'll give you a game or two that are like crazy and I mean I'm disrespecting stuffing because that's saying like that it's bad like 90% of the time which it's not but like it is like Martez, Marcus Valdez Scantling esque because when you get a good one, you're just like, for me at least, I'm like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe mm-hmm. how delicious this is. Marcus Valdez Scantling coming through. Um, unfortunately, I had him on my bench again, but I mean, yeah, I, I think that's the perfect comparison in my eyes, and I understand what you mean with like Tyler Lockett a little bit more. I just think that's disrespectful to the deliciousness of mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, it depends what they put in the stuffing. I mean, one like. I'm trying to remember, like, oh, my goodness. One time I had this, like, stuffing, and they put, like, sausage and, like, some other kind of meat and just, oh. like, oh, all this really good stuff, and it was really good. But other than that, it's just not that great. My comparison is a little bit similar in a way, stuffing. It's Sammy Watkins, and I don't know why, but every single year, Sammy Watkins does great on week one, <laughs> and everybody thinks he's going to be something special, and then he ends up disappointing. That's kind of how it is for me. I love, like, when you put the stuffing in the turkey, and then you, like, cook in all the flavors into the turkey and it's just good and then the stuffing gets the turkey but then I don't like stuffing is not something that I particularly care for like with my meal I mean I'll have it and like like I said I mean Sammy Watkins there like though he's mainly only great on week one he also Mm -hmm. has some like big boom games throughout the season like one or two and that's kind of where where I am with stuffing so I'm kind of with you there Calvin like similar to MVS but I had to get that week one thing in because I love when you like put it with the turkey it's just great Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, I think if you like, when you start having stuffing, it's like, oh man, this is delicious. I need to start having this every day for a week. By the end of that week, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we get it. This is, this is mediocre. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, I, I can understand the Sammy Watkins comparison totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. This is where Tyler Lockett comes oh, in. Yeah. Guys, guys, cranberry sauce. It looks great. It looks nice and sweet. Oh my goodness. Let me just pour these sweets in my mouth. Tyler Lockett scores so many fantasy points when you actually have it. 
it's disgusting because most of the time, I mean, if you, I've heard like of people who like, I mean, I'm sure there's people who make it really, really good out there, but I'm not someone and I'm like, I'm not trying to clown those like recipes. I'm not trying to say your, your grandma's cranberry sauce is bad. I'm just someone who does not care for the food in general. And when you have a guy like Tyler Lockett, I don't care for having Tyler Lockett on my fantasy team because most of the time he's trash for fantasy and too inconsistent and unreliable. And there's too many weapons in this offense and it's a run first offense. Tyler Lockett is cranberry sauce, guys. This is a fact. This is where Chris's Tyler Lockett comparison should have been. Alvin, you are so, so wrong. Oh my goodness. You, I, gosh, I don't even understand that. Like, you know, when you take the, the turkey and you just put like the cranberry sauce on it and it's just like no i don't because i don't eat cranberry sauce you take one big bite and it's just like perfect that's literally what it is it's the perfect complement to like every part of thanksgiving i just feel like it goes with like everything you like i mean it doesn't though it doesn't go with anything it's just like a blob of sweetness like that doesn't go exactly but no but you have to like spread it like if you you want sweet i'll go with everything and that's what young way ku does 2020 young way ku Yeah, 2020 Young Waiku and Calvin. I know you are. I love Young Waiku. This is disrespectful to Young Waiku. 2020 Young Waiku. Calvin might be the biggest Young Waiku fan if you're new to the show. And uh, that's what it is. It's just consistently great, like points from one half. I I mean, I think it's fair to equate like the kicker position in fantasy with like sauces and stuff, you know. Kind of not cranberry sauce with young waiku like you could give give him it's young just, waiku buffalo sauce he's just like that, like, that nice is just always like, nice like, and spicy like with occasional like, 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 like it's just like oh sweet young waiku scored me 15 points and that's what i think like oh wow sweet the cranberry sauce just makes this even better that's why oh my gosh you cannot compare young waiku to cranberry sauce that's so disrespectful I just did, yeah. Uh, yeah you just did all right let's move wait, wait. on okay so basically by uh by connecting things uh, mashed potatoes are equal to cranberry sauce because they're both Tyler Lockett. No, 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 you picked Tyler Lockett for mashed potatoes. I'm saying you're wrong, and cranberry sauce is the better pick for Tyler Lockett right here. Okay. Okay, this Wait, is ridiculous. So, Calvin, how can you explain then? Why is cranberry sauce sometimes that 40-point game? Well, I don't know. I mean, because it's sweet, and if mm. you want to... I mean, I'm not even saying that. That's what I'm realizing. The one thing is, like, I mean, I guess if you have like a really, really like world class cranberry sauce, I imagine it would be very good. But that's, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have had too many bad experiences with like non like homemade, or I mean, not too many, but like, you know, because I avoid it. But it's like knowing that, like, when you have like, I feel like people can agree that like the canned stuff is really bad. So it just makes me want to like avoid it in general. So maybe like, mm-hmm. like world-class, like good homemade cranberry sauce. I can understand maybe like that's the, oh man, for once, like this is delicious. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that could, that connects back to Tyler Lockett. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to gravy. I mean, I could have just gone Christian McCaffrey because gravy is the most delicious thing ever, but oh, yeah. I went with Jalen Hurts because having Jalen Hurts in your fantasy team is a fun ride. Jalen Hurts always finds a way to get fantasy points, runs for a lot of yards and touchdowns. And when you see those points just racking up, oh, Jalen Hurts just ran for 20 yards. That's so many fantasy points. Oh man, that gravy taste of Jalen Hurts is so delicious. I mean, just he's like a breakout star this year. That's what gravy is. It's always great. I never get tired of it. And yeah, Chris, you kind of, you really piled it on. You basically found the best. Okay. You can, you can describe it, but yeah, Jalen yeah, Hurts so basically, is gravy for me. So I kind of think of gravy and like another one of those sides, like sauce things. So I put it with the defense position, defense slash special teams. And uh, I dug back into the history book. I've got the 1989 Cleveland Browns who won 51 to zero, zero points allowed, 53 yards in total point offense allowed. 
eight total takeaways. So that's five fumble recoveries and three picks, three defensive touchdowns, and six sacks. So they had 50 and, points in this curious, one for fantasy. That would equate to a total of 50 points in standard ESPN scoring, uh, ESPN scoring league. So uh, basically, like, Gravy can seriously, like, carry a fantasy team or, like, carry a meal, even <laughs> though it's just a sauce. Like, it can like carry it. things. That's fair. I like it. I, mean, I love how you just randomly dove. You're, you're probably like most defensive fantasy points in history. No, no, I just, I like, I totally knew that one off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am. You are. Okay, yeah, you are being sarcastic. All right, let's get into the dessert. Let's get into pumpkin pie. And my di- comparison might sound a little disrespectful at first because I love pumpkin pie. It's Will Fuller. And here's the thing. Like, I love pumpkin pie. But it's never available outside of Thanksgiving. When do you have pumpkin pie? Like, I have pumpkin pie once a year on Thanksgiving. Like, I genuinely don't remember another time I've eaten it. Maybe once in my life. That's Will Fuller. He's there for you when he's healthy, and he puts up big games. But he cannot, absolutely cannot stay healthy. And he is always very, very good. I mean, pumpkin pie, I would have said Christian McCaffrey, but I don't think pumpkin pie is, like, unless it's, like, I mean, again, homemade pumpkin pie is amazing. But, like, it, regular pumpkin pie is not necessarily like Christian McCaffrey level of deliciousness. So I picked Will Fuller, but it's just like, when can I find pumpkin pie outside of Thanksgiving? I would eat it, but it's never there. So that, that's, that's pretty much just Will Fuller for me. Yeah. Pumpkin. That's, I feel like that's a perfect comparison. Okay. Fair enough. But I think mine is mine. You're not going to like this Calvin, but I am actually not the biggest fan of pumpkin pie. Hmm. I, can understand, I think it's but just you all right, have, and like, that's what really T. Higgins good. has been this year. He's just been an all right player. And, I mean, really, in my opinion, Jamar Chase is kind of like that apple pie. Like, I'd much rather go get that apple pie than I would T. Higgins. And then Tyler Boyd is there, chocolate pie. Like, that's also an enticing option over T. Higgins, and T. Higgins has just been underwhelming. And every single time I start him, I'm expecting something more. And maybe he gets the 15 targets. That's all the people that want to try the pumpkin pie. But then it's just not that good. Like, it is pretty good. Come on. But I feel like that like, deserves an upgrade from T. Higgins, like a Deontay Johnson. It really is not, though. Like, I'd much rather have some of the like more competitive pies. Jamar Chase, I mean, definitely. Yeah. And that's, and then, you know, like, or Jamar Chase to apple pie. And then, like, Tyler Boyd to mm-hmm. chocolate pie. There's just one more option. Like, there's some ways where I consider starting Ty- Boyd over T. Higgins. And that's what chocolate pie is. Like, so. I don't know. There's just a lot of things taking away from him, and it's just sometimes underwhelming a little bit. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to argue with you anymore. You just don't see the light, I guess. But man, <laughs> I love how we're getting, we're so passionate over this. Yeah. I mean, this is important stuff. Comparing mm-hmm. food to fantasy football might be the most important thing I've done all day. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. That's it. That wraps up the show. Thank you guys for tuning in for the Thanksgiving show. If you like the show, make sure to leave a review. Follow us on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF, at Chris underscore SGF, at SGF pod, at SG Sports Talk for the YouTube show. Second Goal Sports Talk on YouTube, of course. Second Goal Fantasy at gmail.com. Second Goal Sports Talk at gmail.com are the emails. Uh, the links to everything is also in the description. And send us fantasy questions for the show as well on Twitter. Chris, thank you for being here this week. It's been a lot of fun having you on both of these shows. Uh, yeah, and I really enjoyed them. It's, this Thanksgiving one, especially. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, good show, Calvin. That was right. really exciting, and I'm glad that we uh all recognize that turkey is the greatest food, and that uh mashed potatoes are overrated. What? No, 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 no. We didn't say that. All right, <laughs> I, I have the drops here. You can't just end the show the way you want. Now that I'm back <laughs> as an introducing host, now I get to end the show. You can't just say whatever you want and then be like, "See you next time." 
right, yeah. So I am right. Yeah, all I my like, food takes. I like being close right. because you can get the last word in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. All my, I am right. All my food takes and fantasy takes are right and better than Chris's. Now you get to hear a turkey gobble again. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time.